0: Follow Beautiful Hollywood on Instagram for your chance to win stuff. When Beautiful Hollywood is on the road, we like to use the Wondersafe app. It empowers you to navigate your surroundings better and safer with interactive and dynamic location-based maps, providing safety advice and alerts you can know before you go and also contribute your experiences to assist the future journeys of others. I always let put where the good coffee is. Wondersafe has also created the world's first discreet non-violent safety solution. We have one to give away. It is a powerful, compact personal device that pairs seamlessly with the app. If you want one, head to the beautiful Hollywood Instagram for your chance to win. Get the Wondersafe app from the App Store. And if you don't win one from us, you can get your own personal safety device from Wondersafe.com. <laughs>
1: Beautiful Hollywood.
0: <laughs> Beautiful. Welcome to it. This is Beautiful Hollywood, the show that explores what happens when those with a dream get on it and make it happen. Hello, I'm your host, Melanie Camp. Do you know, did you ever wonder where Emmy winners keep their award statues? And what does it even take to win an Emmy in the first place? Well, today we are going full Hollywood. We're talking to an Emmy award-winning producer. Now she's giggly. <laughs> We're in Los Angeles, in mid-city actually, in Lauren Wilkins lounge room. Thank you. Did I just call you Lauren Wilkins? <laughs> yeah, I just called you Lauren And yeah. like, I've that's never actually again. called
1: this my lounge room, but I'm, I think i want to start calling it that. <laughs> I think know. normally I'd be like living room, but I like lounge room. That's better. You do? I yeah.
0: Like, is the lounge room maybe Australian, perhaps? I think it is. It's like I, a I've, loo or something. The loo. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> we sit in the lounge room and pop off to the loo. Right. <laughs> I like it though. Yeah, okay. It's a lounge room. Sometimes I pull out these random words and people let me get away with them. It worked. Okay. It works. It works. Lauren Welcomes didn't work, but (laughs) 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 I feel like we need to just do a do over. No, that's all right. It's it's fine. fine. Get it right. Lauren. Well, no, I know your name. Lauren and I have been friends for a while, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, But we haven't seen each other for a while like four years. Four years. And in that time, and this is why I'm so excited to sort of chat with you about your story, Mm -hmm. your rise to success. Because when I first knew you, you were relatively successful working as a producer. On an Australian TV show. An associate producer. Uh-huh. associate on Rove, producer yeah. on this TV show called Rove. Um, and then you went on to work with Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. And before that you were working with Wanda Sykes. So you've mm-hmm. done some stuff. Mm-hmm. And then in this time that, you know, I haven't really seen you, you've gone on to win an emmy right (laughs) right right. and you're now working on it's a great new show that you've got going on now with jada pinkett smith and her red table talk yeah 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 really really cool show. and you're the supervising producer on that Mm -hmm. so like you're all grown up
1: i know (laughs) like honestly it's it blows my mind sometimes too just to think about where, where I am now, like, I remember when I just wanted to be a producer, I just thought like, oh, I just want to be a producer.
0: I just want that t- that title, you know, and now. How I'm does it feel now that you've got it? Are you like, wow, or now are you just like, yeah, I'm a producer? Is it, is it just normal for you now?
1: No, no. Supervising producer is a bit different, right? I'm excited. I'm proud. You know, I'm like, wow, you finally did it. You know, you had these things that you wanted to do. And now it's like, whoa, never thought it would actually happen. You know, you just don't know. You just yeah. don't know. It's a crapshoot, really.
0: I mean, where it all began. You, were, you grew up in Los Angeles. Yep. Born and, and raised. And then when did you fall in love with TV and decide, this is where I'm going to be?
1: You know, I just, it kind of, I was a senior in college and I was um, applying to these internships, you know, that free labor. you <laughs> just like, I'm going to work here, you know, just putting it out there. And I got an internship at Fox Broadcasting Company in their publicity department and I remember just being like so wowed to be in the building where these shows that I grew up watching were airing you know like The Simpsons and In Living Color and you know there was just like so many things and I was like god like I want to work here and so from that internship I just was applying to every job at Fox like every single job every opening and I was like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna work here how long did it take to get a job I think I had two internships at Box first in broad, I mean uh, publicity, and then in marketing, and then shortly thereafter. So probably two internships, so almost like a year.
0: Oh wow! Yeah. Was there ever a point where you felt like it was a tough business to crack, and you? Oh, yeah, I mean it, it is. It it really yeah, is. I mean, it's it is.
1: it is tough. It is. Um, you know, but you. You got to, you just figure it out. You're like, okay. So, cause I didn't want, I wanted to work in publicity, you know, for, I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I really like this. But my second internship was in marketing and then I got a job in on-air promos. So that was like marketing, you know, and it wasn't like a glam job. It was just like an inner, you know, a starter job. Like just, it's basically a paid internship felt like, you know, you're just doing a lot of like. Small tasks, but you know, I was like, Oh, I'm in the I'm in now. I'm in the gate.
0: Yeah. Yeah, in the door. So do you feel like at every point you were like, Oh yeah, this is it and then one thing led to another and now you're like, Oh whoa, that mm-hmm. wasn't it, this is it.
1: Y- you know, I think you're always thinking you're always looking at what's what's next, you know. But um I have enjoyed like the journey. I remember being really happy that like i had landed this job and it was like, Oh wow, like This just seems like a different work environment than what I saw growing up or what I saw was even possible. You know, people are they seem like happy here. And it's like, oh, there's like cartoons on the walls and these shows that like they're, you know, like you just didn't see that didn't seem like a normal nine to five.
0: even though it
1: was it didn't feel like it initially. I was still very much like enamored with like the glam of it, like.
0: Oh, wow. So mm-hmm. it did really feel like Hollywood and glamorous. and <coughs> Yeah. I mean, because
1: on the Fox lot, you know, there are there are sound stages, you know, and you can see like these just areas where they sh- have shot all these different things. And you're like, oh, wow, like it's, it's really cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What it was. So you were saying that when, you know, it wasn't the sort of job that you thought was a normal job that people would get. Like mm-hmm. when you when you were younger, what? did you think you were going to end up doing as a job? I thought I was going to play in the WNBA.
1: Ah, I played basketball and that was my first love. And I remember going to a Sparks game and I was like, I'm going to be in the WNBA. That's what, you know, I wanted to do. I thought I was going to go to Stanford and then, yeah, play professionally. And how old
0: were you when you were when you had that dream?
1: I was probably about... Gosh, middle school, high school, going into high school. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you played a lot of basketball. I played
1: played a lot of basketball. I played basketball my whole high school career, like freshman through senior year. And then um, from there, I was like, you know what, probably not going (laughs) to, you know, because it's, 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 it's challenging. It's tough, you know, and things
0: shift, you know, but Mm. yeah, when you, you, when you say things shift, like what? specifically shifted for you when you were
1: I guess I just realized like I wasn't getting like the letters from the D1 schools to play basketball you know like I remember getting like a letter from like Gonzaga which would have been a really cool school to go to but like it wasn't like the Stanford UCLA USC like basketball teams that Mm -hmm. I was like that I had wanted to go to. So I was like, gosh, you know, maybe I'm not like as good <laughs> as I think I am, which is okay. You know, it's like, all right, well maybe this isn't really the path
0: for me. Did you, I mean, you had that goal and that dream mm-hmm. and you're saying oh, I wasn't getting the letters and, oh, maybe I'm wasn't as good as I thought. Mm-hmm. Was Do you feel that a lot of the time you've been confident and brave and then to be told or to sort of think, oh, I'm kind of not quite getting a no, but, May as well be getting a no like what, How did that make you feel
1: You know it was I'm sure it was humbling You know but it wasn't I, I, I don't remember feeling like I had Disappointed myself or anything like that Because I had done my best And I felt like You know I had I had a really good time playing basketball And I didn't There was something too I heard about like Once it becomes a job Like it kind of isn't as You know, and I was okay with um, playing intramural, which is what I ended up doing in college, like just playing for fun on a basketball team. We had a co-ed team and I still got to play. And like right now I'm even in a league and I still get to play. And I'm like and I still love it. And, you know, it's fun. But I see like there it it is competitive. (laughs) People don't think it's like really competitive. And so, yeah, I'm I'm glad that it all happened the way that it did. Yeah. In
0: hindsight. Well, yes, obviously. You know, but. <laughs> <laughs> so then was it going in and doing your internship in publicity? Was that because you wanted to do it or were you just sort of thinking, okay, well, I'm not going to do basketball, so yeah, I'll try this out? Or? Well,
1: by that time, by my college years, I knew basketball wasn't like, you know, so my senior year of college, I was like, okay, like, what what is it? You know, what is it that I'm going to do? Mm-hmm. And I knew that, you know, I always wanted – I thought I wanted to, you know, act, right? And I knew – okay, like, let me get, I know entertainment was what I wanted to do, Mm because that was what I, like, focused on. It was, like, my emphasis in school was on uh, communication with an emphasis in entertainment. So, I was, like, okay, I know I'll be on this side of things. And, yeah, Fox was just, it was just, a. at that point, it it really was just a job. It was, like, I didn't think I'd had a, a, you know. future in marketing necessarily, but I knew I wanted to work for that company. Right. I see. Mm-hmm. So it was your way. Was Would
0: you say that was your way of getting in then yeah. basically? Uh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Mm. Absolutely.
0: So how important is it do you think when you want something or you think you want something to do and just get started moving, the, I guess, get the ball rolling? Yeah, it's I think it's the most important thing,
1: you know, and there, there are things right now in my life that I'm like, God, Lauren, you just got to do it. To this day, you know, but I look back on those things and it was like the effort, it was the doing, it was like not waiting for an opportunity, not waiting for someone to necessarily seek you out because, you know, we, you know, you go to a good school and you're like, okay, well, all these jobs are going to come out and, you know, I'll be able to do this, that, and the other. And it's like, it's not necessarily the case. You have to apply and you get rejected and you go on interviews and people don't want you, you know, and it's like, it has nothing to do with. You know, I mean, it's maybe it has something to do with you, but it's it's part of the process. So because I did have other intern, I mean, I had other interviews and I didn't get them. And I remember like within Fox. So like I think there was an intern, I mean, um, a job at FX that I wanted and I didn't get it. And I was like, what is this? You know, but it was like I got to I was really like I
0: knew I wanted to work there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you just you persisted. Would you say? You yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you think growing up playing basketball gave you some skills coping with like rejection or like loss, I guess, sure. winning and losing?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Now that you Oh, yeah.
1: Now that you mentioned it for sure, like definitely teamwork, definitely um, being and I'm so competitive. God, I'm competitive, you know, um, but it, it taught me how to be OK with losing, but also, you know, gracefully win, you know, um. and uh, humility, you know, because it either you know things can change in the drop of a, a dime yeah And i'm learning that a lot too just within this industry mm. you know people probably be surprised but like you know sometimes you go you go from job to job and you know it's like it's not always
0: a smooth transition it's not you kind of think that you set a goal and that you're gonna hit the goal and it's like an uphill climb and there you there you are but yeah. it's like there's a few gullies and Cracks and crevices to but scramble over in the meantime. The entire time, the entire time. And it do. You, would you say it, it? It. How do you feel now? I mean, you've had a level of, of success. Mm-hmm. You've won an award. I want to mm-hmm. know. I do <laughs> want to know if maybe is it being competitive. Is that something that helps people win awards? I do want to know that. <laughs> but do you also do you find that it's that you're um that it, it does it necessarily. Not necessarily feel like smooth sailing right now, even though.
1: Yeah, I yeah. mean it.
0: It okay. Well, it's like two parter. Yeah, so it, is, it is actually and completely yeah. unrelated two parter <laughs> question. Which okay,
1: so good. okay, I I got really I feel very fortunate that you know I worked on a really good show, you mm-hmm. know,
0: and with really talented people. Okay, so yeah, let's get. Yeah, I did ask you two questions, and so we'll 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 we we'll it yeah. back to okay, yeah, yeah. you know you. Yeah, what well, question were you answering? The one about being competitive?
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 kind of. I think.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> whatever. But right. but yeah, I think we should clarify that the show that you won that you won the Emmy for was The Price Is Right, mm-hmm. and you were show producer on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So right,
1: yes. which is you know, I mean, people love The Price Is Right. It's mm-hmm. just a feel good show, and uh, you know, it's it's it was such a big part of. I mean, I was there for three seasons, and it was such a big part of my journey and it was outside of what i was usually doing like it was my first game show um but i learned a lot and it was i mean it was an incredible experience mm. people always want to like go on that show be on that show it was like it was an experience for
0: yeah. Sure. yeah yeah i think everyone wants to be on that show i was yeah. even like oh man that why haven't you gone on Why can i can i go on it how do you get on it how do you get on the prices right so look everybody and i tell people
1: people don't believe me but like everybody has a shot You know, you go in, everybody gets interviewed, um, and they, you know, it's based on your energy. It's based on, you know, if they think you would be a good contestant, like, would you be fun to watch, you know, and all those things. Oh, my goodness. And what, do you just
0: apply through CBS?
1: Oh, well, you just get tickets to the show. Get tickets to the show, and you can do that through, like, on air. I think it's, what is it? On...
0: Oh, we'll find yeah, out. Yeah, I'll, 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 we'll get okay. I'm going to put a
1: link in beautifulhollywood.com. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, oh, on camera audiences. Oh, on camera and, audiences. But again. yeah, so you get your tickets and um, you get in line and you're interviewed. And if your interview goes well, like
0: you may get to come on down. See, this is interesting because it almost sounds like the way you attack your life mm-hmm. in that you think of something you want and you go for it and you put yourself out for it, up for yeah. it. Yeah. And then you either get picked or you don't. And then yeah. you move on from it.
1: Right. But you know what's so crazy, too? Like, people are persistent, too. Like, they come back again and again and again. And they shoot their shot, you know? And they do their interview differently. Or, you know, they maybe they feel like, oh, I didn't say this. I want to say this this time. And they come back to the show. And, you know, I remember, like, I mean, we had so many people that
0: would come multiple times just trying to get, you know, picked. Did, were there any people that went, came in like five different times and then finally you were like, yeah. actually, yeah, we're so putting this person on yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Cause they're persistent and they're excited. And you know, maybe one day they were they weren't showing that energy or maybe they weren't having a good day.
0: Or maybe something happened right before the interview started. You never know. So Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. And you do you yourself seem very positive. Yeah. And persistent. How much do you think positivity helps with success? A lot. A lot. I think, especially in
1: this in- industry, you kind of have to you have to believe in yourself. You have to um, trust that things will work out in you know, for the best. You know, you um, you just gotta you really do have to be positive. I'm I'm the type of person that writes affirmations in the morning. Yeah. 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 Because I have to do my inner work before I get to work so that I'm not looking for anybody else to validate me so that I'm not, like, walking around with, like, a cup half full waiting on people to be like, you're great, or, you know, you're talented, or you're, that was a great idea, Lauren, you know, because those are the things that you want to hear, but, you know, I try to tell myself before I leave the house, like, you're great, you're creative, you're talented, you're full of great ideas, and, like, you know, so then I I go out there and I'm like, all right, you know, so po- that's, you know... That's part of my morning routine. Like I have to do that. When I don't, you know, I feel it. Yeah, yeah. And how long have
0: you been doing that? A while.
1: Yeah, a while. Yeah. Um, I couldn't even. I guess. I mean, I wasn't in high school doing it. I wasn't doing it in college. Um, Probably just like professionally.
0: Yeah. Since I got yeah. That's. I really like that Mm -hmm. because I mean that is that was something I was going to say. Like, how do you? I mean, has it have those affirmations ever helped you on those? Like we all have down days, mm-hmm. have they ever helped you, or have you ever done the affirmations when you're like, I don't even feel like this is any point, or yeah. and you push through? Like, what do you? How do you tackle it yeah. then? Yeah,
1: I mean, here's the thing too. I don't do them every day. You know, I want to, I aspire to. There's also like you have to get up earlier, and you know, you have to just make it a priority. But like, I realize when I do make that a priority, like everything else kind of falls into place. The other thing I really recommend, and um, I think her name is something. It's like James Cameron. Anyway, you'll, you'll give a link. But yeah. there's this thing <laughs> okay. called Morning Pages. And oh, I yes. Like to Julia Cameron. It. Yes. Yeah. There's a thing called Morning Pages. And so every morning she suggests writing three full pages just like freehand, just whatever comes in your mind as soon as you wake up in the morning, because I guess that's when the brain is like closest to the subconscious. And, you know, you just empty out all that clutter in your mind. And for me, it's like, it's really helped me a lot because it just dumps all the stuff. And so I go through my day a little more present. I'm like, I'm if I'm in a meeting, I'm in a meeting. If I'm, you know, reading something, I'm reading something. And I've noticed like a stark difference when I don't do it because there are like all these other things that are going in my mind that are like taking me away from like what I'm supposed to be doing in that moment. Whether it's something like, you know, thinking about a friend that I didn't talk to or, you know... Oh, I've got to do X, Y, and Z, or this thing has been bugging me, and it's you know just that chatter. So yeah, yeah, I really recommend that.
0: Oh, that's awesome! So morning pages, morning pages, affirmations, setting yourself up for a good day. You have to. That's good. I like practical. I like practical too. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. Oh, you got to write down your goals too. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. Like, you got to just be very clear, like what it is you want, what it is you're going after, and you know. I remember I wrote down, this was, God, oh, was this is before I, right before I started working at the Prices, well, that was my second year at Prices, right, and I knew, I was like, all right, I want to be a show producer, and I want to be making this amount of money, you know, and I wrote down, and I was promoted, and it was the exact rate that I, I had put down.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah, it was really crazy. I wish I put down a higher amount. Because <laughs>
0: <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. Really,
1: you really do because I was like, oh, well, didn't really set the bar too high. But, you know, but it was a really, um, it was for me very uh, revealing. It was like, okay, this is, this is how you, you know, you you manifested this. You kind of made this happen.
0: Yeah, it works. Mm-hmm. Manifestation works. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really cool. Do you ever get in a slump? I mean, you seem so positive and optimistic and like on point. I try, but absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. There are times when I just, you know,
1: I feel it. I feel like down or just, you know, tired. I think sometimes mine comes to me in a form of like, I need to sleep. I just feel like run down or I just don't feel excited. But I try to like talk myself out of that. You have to. Yeah, you kind of have to coach yourself out of stuff, like because I know that that's not what I want to put out there. Mm. You know, I want to, I want to be positive. I want to light up a room when I walk into it. I want to, you know, leave a good um, impression with people. Yeah, and I just want to be like, I just want to be like a good person. I want to help people. You know, I don't. It sounds really cliche,
0: but (laughs) I try
1: to be, but yeah, of course, of course I
0: go through. Okay. So when you are like kind of, you know, not a hundred percent on lighting up the room, Mm. like what do you do to recharge? I'll take time to myself,
1: like really take time to myself. Like whether it's me watching something that, you know, mindless TV that just makes me like, you know, um, I definitely will sleep. I'll, I'll just, like, be like, I need to sleep. You know, I just need, like... So it's, like, self-care. You yeah. just make time
0: for self-care. Absolutely. Yeah. you
1: Like, you really have to. Because otherwise, you know, I've seen... In, in this industry, too, it's just, like, people will run themselves down. Because, you know, when you make work a priority over yourself, like, it's really easy to get caught up in not doing any self-care. That's so true. Yeah. yeah. But, like, from the morning pages to, like, affirmations to... Having like my me time, like working out, like whatever that is, that's how I kind of recharge, you know.
0: Did you, you've worked with so many inspirational women, mm-hmm. you know, from Wanda Sites to Queen Latifah. Uh, you've done some really motivational shows. Mm-hmm. You worked on Sugar with Adam Levine, which is on YouTube, where mm-hmm. you did like, gave life changing, well, you, yeah, like yeah. gifts to people. That, I mean, that show is basically about people get their favourite singer will turn up at their wedding, yeah. for instance, yep. you, you know, um, and sing a song or something. So mm-hmm. all of this very inspirational, positive stuff. And then on top of that, the really amazingly inspirational women you've worked with and now you're working with Jada Pinkett Smith. Do you think that kind of content has rubbed off on you and helped to inspire mm-hmm. you and, and ha- those strong women that you've worked with, have they mm-hmm. given you good role models i guess from an early start in your career
1: absolutely i think you know like jada you know she's just she's a light she's just she's so dope she's um just amazing and same with like queen latifah and you know it's weird because i I, you know i work for them and on the show and stuff and they have definitely been you know there weren't a lot of i guess there were but to be in such close proximity to these very strong African-American women, you know, it's been really powerful, I think, for sure. And I think, um, like, it made me want to get to work early. You know, it made me want to, like, oh, like, I'm going to be working on this show, Red Table Talk. Like, I want to, like, I want to contribute, like, however I can to this project because she's putting her heart in it, you know? She's putting her heart and soul in it, and it's just, like, Okay, I wanna show up. I wanna show up every day. Yeah. You know, and same with Queen Latifah, you know, I was like, I wanna show up. I wanna be a part of this. Like, you know, and it's because you grew up kind of like, I mean, not kind of admiring these women and to be now like, wow, I'm working for them. Like, that's it's dope. It's like yeah. Physical.
0: It must be so amazing. Yeah. And how did, I mean, did you, as yourself, an African American woman, mm-hmm. like, did you, watched these women when you were young and were they great role models for you did you feel inspired by them or was it just that they were dope women that you were inspired by you know like
1: (laughs) yeah I mean I, I was definitely inspired by them but like not so much like in such a direct way right it wasn't like I was reading like their biographies and was like you know it was very much like you know, I saw Queen Latifah in movies, and I was like, wow, well, she's really good. Like, you know, and, and you subconsciously realize, like, she's a woman of color. Like, that's, you don't see that all the time, you know? And it's like, so I'm, I'm definitely, I'm sure that was, like, very inspiring. Um, but it wasn't something that um, I think I studied or anything prior to actually working with them. You know, I just remember being like, wow, like, I'm excited excited to work on this show because this person is at the forefront of it and I believe in them. I believe in their causes, what they're doing. Like, I want to... Like, let's
0: get this, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But might. yeah. So, so what is it like working with Jada Pinkett Smith and working on <laughs> Red Table Talk? It's, it's dope. It's
1: really... Um, I would have to say this is probably the most meaningful show I've worked on just because, you know, people are coming on and... They're not coming on and plugging their products or, you know, their movies or anything like that. They're coming on and they're talking about these like really important things that universally we all go through, whether it's loss, whether it's love, um, family stuff. I mean, it's just a very it's just going below the surface. And I love that. And I think I always wanted to I used to really admire and I still do Oprah. Like that, I remember being like, I want to be like Oprah, you know, and I feel like, you know, Jada has this, um, she's just so talented, you know, and she's reaching people in a very unique way. And it's like, it's so amazing to see. Like, okay.
0: Mm, yeah, She's so real and she's very... I I mean, I feel like in the whole time that I've lived in Los Angeles, she's just such a great role model as a woman Mm -hmm. because she's just so classy and she's, you know, in this industry where and she's married to, you know, a movie star and then she's managed to raise this. She's a big movie star herself and Mm -hmm. they've, I mean, how did two movie stars create such like grounded, awesome, but talented children and then keep it all together under all the pressure and showbiz and the, you know, paparazzi? It's like. Have you watched? Um, have you watched the first
1: two episodes of the season?
0: Not the first two, so no. Okay, you know,
1: watch because the, the it's about their marriage. And they really talk about, you know, the things that they've had to go through to get to where they are. You know, Jada talks about, you know, having to find herself within being married to Will Smith, you know, and like having to, outside of just being a mother, like finding Jada. So, yeah, it's really, it's really interesting. And I think it applies to all of us too because. You know, we're all trying to do our best and find ourselves and be authentically like who we are, but it's really sometimes we don't really have the the room for it necessarily.
0: Yeah, you know, that's um, kind of like a weird way to say it, but no, that makes sense. I mean, in and in work—it's interesting you talk about how uh, tough it can be in show business mm-hmm. and the hours, and people mm-hmm. can kind of give away their whole life to their career. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, it is interesting talking about the, the you know, the first couple of episodes where is talking about that really and how do you find time for yourself. Right. You've been talking about self-care. How do you find for yourself the, the life balance that's necessary? You know, I'm still,
1: it, it is a struggle. I still, you know, um, it's a challenge. It is a challenge. But it is, um, I feel like the older I get, like the more I'm mature, the more I'm like, making it a priority, you know, because I realize, like, what's really important. You know, I've, I've seen a lot of people burn themselves out and, you know, they have success, 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 but then they're sick because they didn't take care of themselves, right? Or, you know, they're just unhappy because, you know, granted they've got the money, but they can't really enjoy it because they're not doing well. So, you know, I after seeing that, you kind of think like, okay, well, I realize all the success, all the money is not going to fulfill me, right? It's like having a well-balanced life will, like having time with my family, my friends, like having time to do the things that I love, like making music and acting and stuff like that, still making room for that. And I find that like now that I'm doing all those things, like from like playing basketball, which is, something I love doing but like making room for that has really left me more fulfilled like way more fulfilled same with um, being in like acting classes and having that like way to express myself super fulfilling
0: yeah you know this and you still you still do music because mm-hmm. of course when we were when we were friends way back yes way back back you in the day had amazing music yeah thank you yeah thank you no for sure I you know I so we still, your links can I share yeah, your links to your music it's, yeah okay awesome ah, I
1: love that yeah yeah and you know it's and I still want to do that too you know and it's like but that's like all part of me right like just because I am a producer now doesn't mean I have to negate.
0: All those other parts of me
1: that I want to express fully, you know. So
0: that's, you know, as you know, maybe is that life balance, honoring those things that you or those dreams that even if they're not making you money, like if you've got your nine to five job or your. I mean, I know you love the job that you do as a producer, but it's like you have these sort of. Dream, dreamy kind of things, you know, the acting yeah. and the singing and there's no reason why they wouldn't take off in the future. I guess you never know. And mm-hmm. one thing I've learned about living in Los Angeles is <laughs> you just never know you when never someone's know. like right. ticket's going to be called and yeah. they step up and all their dreams come true. But, um, yeah, do you think it's important Im- like people do seem to sacrifice Like they have a family and then they get their jobs And then they let go of that book they wanted to write right. Or the, even the poetry book they yeah. wanted to write
1: yeah. yeah, it's it's because, you know, I think we're I think, it, and maybe things are trending a little differently now But I think that people feel like, you know What makes the money is what you have to really do And everything else is kind of like, well, if I can Or, or it doesn't even get a priority anymore But, like, you know, those things are so important to feeling fulfilled. Like, fulfillment is so important, and I've learned, you know, even with um, success of producing, like, if I didn't have those other things going on, I don't think that I would be as happy. Like, I don't think I would because it would just be suppressed. It would be something I knew I wanted, or even if I told myself I didn't, I told myself I'm happy, told myself, like, I'm successful, like, but if I wasn't, but there's like that that's still a part of me. Like that artist part that needs to be like, you know, to express itself. So yeah. yeah. So I think it's so important. And I think people you definitely make your money, you know, but remember who you are.
0: I don't know that.
1: Yeah, you have to. And that, you know, that book, The Artist's Way, is so important because it helps you get back to your childlike dreams, like who you were before society told you who you should have be or who you were before you started telling yourself who you think you should be you know
0: yeah actually isn't that interesting it's, how we do tell ourselves who we think right right and forget and yeah and we do and there's often that like oh that's kind of hard and that was just a dreamy job when I was a kid but mm-hmm. it's like I love that you talk about when you applied for the internship okay that wasn't Playing for the WNBA, right, right. And, uh, you know, but you. One thing is you you applied for it. You applied for many internships, mm-hmm. and then after that, when you decided this is what I want, you applied for a lot of jobs and had a lot of rejections. Yeah. Um, and then I think it's probably the same. I feel like that. It seems that you've applied that, and now are probably applying that to your creative work as well. Like mm-hmm. I'm just gonna do it, and that comes back to yeah. It's saying you got to do. Yeah, it's funny you saying
1: like bringing that to my attention because I don't really think about it, you know, in that linear term. Like, okay, you were you actually kind of exhibited behaviors that you know you're exhibiting now, like the you know the process, the creative process. But um, I like. Sorry, I lost my train of thought. But (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, you know, it's just like doing. I'm I'm still I've learned so much like from when I first started when I first started being in this industry and stuff and like it's just you're right. It really is just about doing and you will get no's and you will shows will fail and you will have to pick yourself back up, you know. You may not be working, but like, you know, you just got to keep like
0: pushing, keep going. How do you feel in between jobs? Like you come off one show mm-hmm. And, the, and you know or it ends the yeah. show ends yeah. and then you're without work for a little bit yeah and I mean yes sure, you, you know it's inevitable another job will come along yeah. but in that moment when you're like I'm without a job how does, how does that feel? You know
1: initially it feels like really good I'm like okay great like I've got some time you know and what typically happens is like you have money saved so you're like okay I've got some time I can do some traveling I can do all the things that I wasn't necessarily able to do when I was working but then there is a sense of like always somebody's going to be like, hey, so uh, what are you working on now? And it's like, uh, n- you know, nothing right now. You know, and that's, I think sometimes that's the hardest thing. Ego is so crazy. My ego, sometimes I have to reel it in because <laughs> you know, like, I like you know, being able to say like, you know, I'm working on this and that and, but you know, that comes from me, like, identifying my self-worth with what I'm working on, which is not really good because i'm still the same person like whether i'm working on red table talk or not or on you know queen latifah show or not or prices you know what i mean so it's it's definitely taken some um deeper understanding and and trying not to identify who i am by what i'm working on my self-worth
0: right yeah you know like
1: just because i'm not working doesn't mean like because i'm in between jobs doesn't mean that my self-worth has to go down the drain you know yeah. in the meantime you know so that's been like a really big lesson to learn too
0: what would you say how do you see things differently now with a few jobs on a few jobs under mm-hmm. your belt mm-hmm. some you know how do you look at the industry differently and how do you approach things differently now that you are who you are versus the girl who was doing the internship at Fox.
1: Yeah. I, I would say I don't worry as much. You know, I think, like, I just don't, I trust, I have faith that, um, and maybe it comes from just being, like, a positive person, but I have faith that, you know, things will, are going to work out in my favor and that um, if I am um, out of work or something like that, like, it'll be okay. And just... I just don't worry. I don't worry about, you know, because in the industry, too, there are people that you don't necessarily get along with that, you know, it's like, okay, if I don't, this person doesn't like me, am I not going to get hired or am I going to, you know, you know, it just, it's a, you're trying to maneuver all these personalities and all these other egos, too, you know? So, um, but I've learned that, like, everybody's going through something and just be kind You know, because I think when I was younger, I used to think like, "Oh, this person doesn't like me. What's going on? Like, why?" You know, and I felt like I was being treated unfairly. Like, what what could this be? And making it about me, and it really wasn't about me. You know, it was like a lot of times it's about what that person's going through, um, and that's why they're the way that they are. So it's like being older now, I, I realize that, and I also realize I just don't I don't worry as much. I know, you know. Like, Red Table Talk, we're going to probably go into hiatus soon because, you know, we've got 13 more episodes to shoot and stuff. Well, we've shot 11 of the 13. Um, But, you know, when that's over, like, there's going to be some time in between. Like, and I will figure it out and it's going to be fine. Maybe
0: maybe time for more music.
1: Yes, exactly. (laughs) Right. Like, and and feeding that part, too, you know, like really being able to go, Harder in my acting classes and harder like, and I want to like produce my own stuff now. I oh. you that, but I want to produce my own series. Yeah, and I want it to be, you know, driven
0: by me. You know, I'm
1: working. Uh, that's that's the next goal.
0: Yeah, next big one. Do you think this is this next goal is something you could have had earlier in life, or did you need all of this mm. time? Like when mm-hmm. you were younger, would you have gone, I'm going to do my own show, <laughs> right. you know? Like has, has this decision come because you've got the confidence because you've proven to yourself that you can do it? Yeah, definitely. I think everything had to happen the way that it did.
1: You know, the the trial and error, the mistakes, the um, the opportunities, like all that, the different jobs, different, you know, daytime programming to late night programming to game shows to like i mean it's all over the the place you know and so all that like taught me so much and now i feel like people i just feel really empowered to like pick up your phone and create something you don't have you know you don't have to wait for other people to create it for you
0: and 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 be like like,
1: and be like hey lauren i want you to work on this like i want to create something i'm like I'm working on, I'm starring in, and I'm like featuring like, you know, putting my my friends on, other talented people I know, and I want to be the one that's like creating the jobs too and the opportunities, Mm. you know, and not just someone that's being tapped to work on it.
0: Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 It is crazy how it seems that things just take time because you need to have the experience and then you need the time to get that. Mm -hmm. And then also... Uh, you know, as fabulous as things can be when you get there, you don't really, it's never really an end point and it's kind of like yeah. there's this like messy yeah. middle basically. Yeah. Exactly. Which actually is the title of a book, Messy Middle. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it is, is it good? Mm. Yeah, it is good. I was I'm not now I'm like just brought it up and I'm like yeah. really I'm thinking I'm scrambling to like bring up my Audible <laughs> so I can actually <laughs> credit the guy who who wrote the book The Messy Middle. Dun, 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 dun. Anyway, um, wait, where is my Audible app? Uh-oh. Anyway, it's somewhere in there. I want to feel like I should go, "Hey Siri. <laughs> oh, open the Audible app. I'll find okay. it." Oh, yeah, oh, She's, she damn. did it. I love it. I love yeah, a good Siri thing. Siri's on it. <laughs> Siri is- <laughs> Do we want to ask Siri any more questions? There are some fun things that you can ask Siri. Like, what? Uh, like what, what? What's, like, the funnest thing? Like, I don't use her at all. You don't use her at all? No,
1: actually, sometimes, like, I'll be doing my own thing, and she'll be like, what did you say? And I'm like, whoa. Oh, and you're
0: like, Siri's spying on me. Well, I mean, I feel like
1: my my finger probably touched you know something to make her ask me that or she thought i said
0: siri but oh yeah you know but it's just like what yeah like i sometimes say seriously and she'll be yeah. like i'm sorry i didn't yeah, understand what exactly you right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay so the messy middle is by um scott belski Okay. Yeah, and it's a really cool book. It's about, st- I mean, he talks about Netflix took 20 years to become what wow. it is today. No. And then at one point the CEO of Netflix tried to sell it to Blockbuster, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah, and Blockbuster kind of laughed him out of the room and then, well. Joke, joke's on Blockbuster. <laughs> joke's <is> on Blockbuster. <laughs> but it's like, you know, it seems to be, it's, it just t- It takes time and persistence. It does, you it, know? does. It, it does. Is. And when you look back on it, like
1: it's, the success is so much sweeter having the nose, having the testimony, having the trials, having that, like, you know, it just makes it sweeter. Yeah. You know, if you think about it, you know, one of the things we talk about in, like, my acting classes is that, you know, no one goes to a play to just see somebody. It's not interesting when you see somebody just get what they want very easily without any effort. You know, there's nothing rewarding about that. It's not even relatable. But when you see someone that's willing to do any and everything to achieve something, that's when it gets like your eyes are fixated on what this person's going to do next. Like that's Mm -hmm. what's exciting.
0: What? Yeah, it it is what's exciting. But do you think, what about if you are sitting there going, well, it's okay for some because they can, they have the opportunities to do it or it's okay. You know, for people who feel like they're just in the audience watching someone else go for it Mm -hmm. and they want to be going for it. They just got to go for it.
1: They got to go for it. Because it, it, it is not a, you know, it's not like, I mean, granted, some people have, you know, I can't sing like Whitney Houston, you know, or or Jennifer Hudson or anything. But I can sing like Lauren, right? And you can sing really well. Thank you.
0: She's really sweet. She's really, <laughs> <laughs> you
1: guys are going to be like, what is this? But the, 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 everyone's like, play a song now. <laughs> I feel like
0: we should say, and now, here's a song.
1: Just like have it like playing in the background.
0: Yeah. Um, I will put a link you know, to it right. for sure. But,
1: but yeah, like, you know, it's everyone's journey is different. And, you know, there are so many people that I've seen people say like, oh, that person would never make it, or maybe the odds weren't in their favor, or didn't that maybe they themselves didn't feel as talented or whatever. But like I've seen people accomplish so many amazing things, you know, coming from like really um Just not coming from a lot, you know, and making something of that. And it's actually, it's so, everybody has an opportunity. It's a universal thing. You know, you just have to believe it. It really does start with you. You you know, you being motivated to, like, put yourself out there. Whatever that looks like for you. You know, it doesn't have to be entertainment necessarily. But if you know you want to be a veterinarian and it's like, you know, but you don't really want to put it out there, but, like, you know that's what you want to do, like, you should do it. Yeah. You should just do it. Like, take that first step. And it's, oh, there's this book I I read. It's called um, Slight Edge. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I really like it. Oh, I haven't read that one. One of the things they talk about is how you have to, you know, the real big change in your life comes from the things that you do every day, the little things you do every day. Oh, I love that. So it's like step by step. Yeah, it's the little things every single day that add up to the real big results. People aren't just like, unless you win the lotto, you're not like just overnight millionaire, right? But there are people that make sure that they save a little bit every day. There are people that make sure that they read a a little bit each day. There are people that, you know, just practice a little bit each day, like whether it's your acting or your songwriting or your guitar, whatever it is, like... But all that stuff is what really adds up.
0: It's That's just, so true. Yeah. And you write, like, if you want to write a book, they say yep. write right. a line a day, a page a, line, a day, right. like, whatever. It, it's so true. Yeah,
1: it's not, it, it doesn't happen overnight. It's not like you're just going to one night, you're going to have all the inspiration and you're going to be able to, like, knock out this 100-page book. And maybe, maybe, right? In the off chance that that can happen. but yeah,
0: Go a few nights without sleeping. Right, <laughs>
1: but, like, if you write a little bit each day, you will be amazed by, like, oh, shoot, like, I've gotten quite far just by doing a very little bit of very insignificant. <gasps> That's the thing, too. It's, a, like, um, all the things that we, we find very insignificant are, in fact, very significant. Like, very significant. So that book really helped me, like.
0: Oh, my like, goodness. Because
1: it's like planting seeds. I try to look at my life, too, like, planting, like, seeds. Like, all right going to class, it's going to be so hard to get out of work in time and get there. And then it's like, oh, I'm tired and I've been going hard all week and I haven't had time, you know, but it's like, I'm going to make it to class. And that is like planting a seed, you know, or I'm going to read this book, this chapter, even though I'm tired and I can't, And I'm like, there are all the reasons why you you can't do something. And the thing is, when you don't do those things, you're not going to see a big difference because they're so small. It's like, if i don't practice today, it's not a big deal. I'm not going to feel it. But if you do that every single day, you know, you will start
0: to see like you're not getting better, you know. Oh yeah, and then you don't. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, that makes Oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. So yeah. it's those little things are actually very significant Super. even though they're the tiny, they're tiny yes. things to do yeah Mm, I love that and then you get to go win an Emmy right
1: (laughs) 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 you know I don't even it's it's crazy it's like there but I you know it's it I I certainly am proud of it you know but there's so much more I mean to you know
0: I don't know I don't know I don't yeah it's it's special but well and you say you're competitive so it must be Nice to win to are yeah. competitive. Yeah. But then I suppose, like you say, there's a lot goes into making a show. Yeah. So it's part of a big team. Mm-hmm. And then I'm sure the people that are the other nominees are all people you admire as yeah. well. So it's interesting when you get to that point. Right. Where you're like, Oh yes, awesome. Yeah. But
1: also awesome, everybody else. You know, and yeah. like we're all, you know, just being nominated as a win, just being, you know, seen. Just being acknowledged, yeah. I was like,
0: oh. and was that for your third season? Was yeah. that for your final season? Uh-huh. So you really built up, you mm-hmm. know, working for Prices Right, yeah. and then getting to a point where you were like
1: rewarded for it. Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was a really big, um, big moment, and it was a show like because you know what happens is producers get assigned different shows, but it was like the show that I had produced that got it too so there was like there's more ownership i feel like yeah like, right uh, yeah you know that makes it makes you more like yeah
0: and now it is sitting i said earlier where do emmy winners store their awards it's on the it's on the dining room table yeah <laughs> <laughs> and she's like do you, do you
1: always keep it there it's like yeah because there's like i don't really have like a shelf for it it's
0: just kind of Yeah, It's a good centerpiece, too. It is actually a really good centerpiece. Yeah, it is. It's this right there, which is really awesome. And I've always thought that. You wouldn't want to tuck it away. You want to have it where people can see it. Yeah. And maybe if you had an office, like a home office, you could put it there. I don't know. I just think it's way better there. Yeah. It could go on the lamp. I could go, oh, no, that lamp's not on a table. So, no, it can't go there. But if
1: I had, like, I mean, if you want to get me, like, a little shelf or something, you know, for next time you come. Next time?
0: Yeah. (laughs) You know, next time I'm gonna bring an Emmy yeah. shelf, just bring an
1: Emmy shelf with you know, <laughs> like a glass uh, cover, glass case, that's, like for Beauty and the Beast, where the rose was. Oh, that's perfect! Yeah, yeah no,
0: is. I think on the kitchen table is amazing. I'm gonna yeah. take a photo of it so Absolutely. people can see where Emmy winners store their Emmys, yeah, and I'll put it up on beautifulhollywood.com. <laughs> <laughs> if people want to follow right. you and be your friend, yeah, um, on social media, yes, where's the best one?
1: Um, so I don't really do Facebook. But um, Instagram. So my Instagram handle is E-L-L-E-X-L-A.
0: L-X-L-A. Yeah. Beautiful. I'm going to do links for that at beautifulhollywood.com. And also Red Table Talk. We all must watch it. You really do.
1: You really should. So you can follow that at Red Table Talk. um, And on Facebook, you just go to facebook.com backslash Red Table Talk
0: great so it's on Facebook watch which yeah. is really awesome yeah it's great fantastic Lauren Wilkins oh uh, Mel I'm so proud of you oh my gosh I'm proud of you you're so good We're like, like oh, you're so just good. flowing really yeah oh, man really that's good interview shucks <laughs> yeah she's really good good I love it that's fantastic yeah thank you now yeah. I'm all like flushing. oh uh, <laughs> she really is <laughs> <laughs> well this is Beautiful Hollywood keep following the stories beautifulhollywood.com thank you beautiful <laughs>
1: Beautiful Hollywood. Beautiful.